developing future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. As the People's Republic of China and the PRC develops the Go Global suite of policies, it has expanded international capacity cooperation as a way to adjust to the new normal of low industrial growth. It's a novel approach to overcapacity, that is, where an industry is capable of building or producing more than it can sell, which was caused in the PRC by the 2008 to 2009 spending stimulus that flooded traditional industries. Steel, cement, aluminum, paper, glass, and everything from pork production to robots are in 2017 overwhelmed by cyclical overcapacity. Extending the lifespan for reform in the PRC's industrial economy by moving production offshore from industrial policy protected provinces into the global system is an innovative solution to the country's industrial slowdown. But there is a bitter pill that is yet to be swallowed. There will be financial ramifications of continuing to avoid standard accounting and competition principles. The PRC is not booking surplus production against foregone revenue and profit, and plant and machinery are idle. It's not a guarantee for the PRC's industrial investment architecture. The underlying financial structure of the PRC's export of excess industrial capacity to strategic partners in Africa, Eurasia and South America is essentially untried. As the PRC struggles to audit its own local government debt, there could be serious financial risk in the export of industrial capacity. International capacity cooperation projects are supported through dedicated funds such as the Silk Road Fund, the China ASEAN Investment Cooperation Fund, the China Latin American Fund, the China Africa Industrial Cooperation Fund, and others. These funds range from $2 billion to $40 billion in capital stock. As infrastructure investment funds, they leverage the PRC's enormous foreign exchange reserves to offshore state-driven investment. The People's Bank of China, the State Administration of Foreign Exchange and the China Investment Corporation distribute funds through the policy banks, the China Development Bank, Export-Import Bank of China and Agricultural Development Bank of China and the big four commercial banks. These direct state investment to industrial plants offshore. Projects exist or are planned for continental Africa, South America, Eurasia, Europe and members of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations and are often promoted under the Belt and Road strategy being pushed by Beijing as a means of soft diplomacy. State-owned enterprises such as the China Railway Group and China Railway Rolling Stock Corporation are active in developing industrial economies. The China Nuclear General Group and Hualong International Nuclear Power are in developed economies. The first major capacity cooperation plan was issued to lower levels of government in May 2015 through the State Council's guiding opinions on the promotion of international capacity cooperation and equipment manufacturing, aiming to build on the PRC's existing capabilities. The document outlined 12 key sectors for cooperation – They are steel, non-ferrous metals, construction materials, railways, electricity, 
Chemicals, Textiles, Automotive, Information and Communications Technology, Engineering Machinery, and Aerospace and Marine Engineering. Within 15 months, official Ministry of Commerce statistics were showing non-financial overseas direct investment stood at $130 billion for the first three quarters of 2016. Outward investment in the equipment manufacturing sector recorded a 350% year-on-year increase. Provincial governments are the principal state actors in the International Capacity Cooperation Policy. The National Development and Reform Commission is coordinating capacity cooperation and has signed agreements with Hebei, Hubei, Shandong, Jiangxi, Anhui, Gansu, Yunnan, Jiangsu, Hunan, Sichuan, Liaoning and Guangxi to develop cooperation mechanisms. For example, Jiangsu is paired directly with the China Development Bank and matched with Indonesia, Cambodia, Ethiopia and the Russian Federation for offshore industrial clusters in engineering machinery, rail transportation, new energy, shipbuilding and marine engineering. Gansu is using the China-Africa Development Fund and to pair with Iran, Zimbabwe, Ghana, Indonesia and Thailand on production chains in mineral resources, textiles, non-ferrous metals, traditional energy and photovoltaic energy. The strategy lets the PRC export capital goods and import consumer goods without having to open its markets to foreign competition. Middle and low-income developing countries benefit from capital investment and technology transfer. This is not a solution to the PRC's economic problems, but it does buy some breathing space while the central authorities deal with local government debt and sort out problems with the country's chronic overcapacity. This commentary is based on a blog post by Tristan Kenderdine, Research Director at Future Risk and a PhD candidate in Political Science and International Relations at the Australian National University Crawford School of Public Policy. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.